You know, I was thinking about, I was thinking about uh, the songs that we sang. <clears throat> There's one thing that's really, really important. And, and I think sometimes we just kind of take it for granted, or it's easy to take it for granted. And that is what is important in, in this life. In chapter 2 in Thessalonians it says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter as from us as that day of Christ is at hand. I really believe, I mean, I know they've always said we're in the last days, but, but the day of the Lord is at hand. And if, if, he doesn't, if the end of the world doesn't happen uh, really soon, the truth is that in, in probably less than 100 years, every one of us are not going to be here. I mean, that's, that's not, in a way, that's sad, but, but it's also encouraging because whatever you're facing today is not always going to be. It's just a short time. It matters not so much what we face as how we face it. It matters not so much the trials that we have to endure as what, how we overcome it. Because the answer is always the same in Jesus alone. It is good that we talk to one another about our maybe burdens. It's, it's good to share our burdens because a burden shared is lighter and excitement shared is more excitement. I don't understand that, that but that's, a, that's, that's how I find it. If there's a problem in your heart and you share it, it subtracts. But if there's excitement in your heart and you just can't... I heard a testimony of somebody that said that when they became, when they received the Holy Spirit, it was kind of like, um, like a little, like a boiling pot. It started boiling really slow, and it just boiled more and more and more until you couldn't keep it all in. I was like, you yeah, know, that's pretty good. I kind of like that. You know, and you share that with somebody, it just seems it multiplies. So one, divide, one subtracts and the other multiplies. I love the blessing. I love that about my God. I love that about the Holy Spirit. But here he says, <clears throat> let no man deceive you by any means. Boy, I'm telling you, sometimes we got to take the... We gotta take the anchor or the uh, stake and we got to put it in the ground what are we going to believe in what are we going to trust in what are we going to walk in and as you have received Christ the Lord so walk in him man we got to put that anchor into the into the ground and then concrete over it it's it let no man deceive you by any means for any purpose in any reason for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first Oh, we have heard that growing up all my life. That the falling away was if you leave Allegheny Mission Church. But that ain't true. It, it wasn't Allegheny Mission. It was a denomination. You know, if you leave this denomination, that's the falling away. Brothers, that's not the falling away. I'll tell you what the falling away is. What he beseeched us here. The beseeching was in Christ Jesus and him alone. And if you walk away from that and receive another thing, Man, we got to anchor something. we got to be solid in the solid rock, for all other ground is sinking sand. Anything else. So let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall come 
it shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God. Now, I want us to get something here. This is, see, we live in a time that, that people want people to follow people instead of the Holy Spirit allowing to be indwelling in each individual. We want you to follow me. And that is heresy. That is an error in our day. As so, that's why we have 78,000 different denominations. Because people want people to follow people instead of the Holy Spirit. Letting, instead of me trusting the Holy Spirit in your heart, I believe, I truly believe that God wants to be in each of us. He said, you are the temple. We don't come here to fellowship with Jesus only, only here. We need to fellowship with him. And he, he said he wants to be in us every day, not just one day a week. We're not seven-day Adventists that we just do it on the seventh day. We do it every day. So... <clears throat> Um, so we got to understand, I want us to get in our hearts right now that the biggest danger or as much of a danger as it is to be a worldly heathen and forsake God and walk after the lust of the flesh and the pride of life is the danger of somebody that uh, sets himself up. Now let, look what it says, because it's dangerous. We don't, he says, do not be deceived by any means by these people who oppose and exalt himself above all that is called God or that is worship so that he as God sitteth in the temple. Now, a heathen doesn't, I mean, you know, they are heathens, but a non-believer, a non, somebody that does not believe in God does not sit in the temple. They're in the bar. They're somewhere else. So these are people that you would think would be godly people. Here it says that he's, he, he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. These are dangerous people, brothers and sisters. These are the dangerous people of the day that we live in, that the, that the, that G, that the time of Jesus is at hand. And it's so dangerous that when John was on the island, he, he it says he saw the whore. He saw the beast with the horse sitting on the beast, and he beheld and marveled. It was something that was like, whoa, are you kidding me? That's, that's, that was the deception of the last day. And here it is, very clear in the scripture. These are the dangerous things. <clears throat> Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, and now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time for the mystery of iniquity does already work also. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him who coming after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Flat out lying wonders. I... I, I so I guess we do not have to discern all the wrong things, brothers and sisters. We don't have to discern the wrong denominations. We don't have to necessarily discern who's wrong. But man, we got to have discernment on what is right. 
There is so many um, counterfeit monies out there that if you try to figure them all out, you would never figure them all out. You, you could never ca- catch up. All we got to do is figure out what the right money is, and then you don't have to worry about the wrong money because you look at it and say, something ain't right. Out. Get the next. This is right because you are familiar with it. And I'm talking to youth. I am talking to 10-year-olds in here. Anybody that knows the Lord, stay connected. Because listen, I want to tell you something. It's, he's talking about Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Now, because of that, many people shy away from anything. They don't even pray for the sick anymore. Because they don't want to be caught in, in doing miracles or, or performing any miracles or allow Jesus to perform miracles through them because we don't want to be caught in it. So we do nothing. Boy, I tell you what, what a, what a tricky little devil that we have. But my God is much bigger than him. He is much bigger. Now, let's read this. <clears throat> and with all deceivableness, verse 10. In Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth. There's the key, brothers and sisters. You gotta love, you gotta want and desire and hunger and thirst after the love of the truth. If we do not have the love of the truth, then we will be easily f- flowed this way. And that way, whichever the way the wind blows and whichever way the friends are talking, that's the way we go. But brothers and sisters, we got to have the love of the truth. Only this. Only the word of God. And prove every spirit. For not all spirits are of God. Some of them are very much. They look like an angel of light. They look good. Angels of light look so good you'd you would think that it's an angel of light. (laughs) Does that make sense? Angel of lights look like angels of lights. And it looks good. That's why it's so deceptive. Now, that's why he says, that's why he says here, brethren, he said in verse 12, that, where was that? Verse 10, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved see the love of the truth will bring you truth and you'll be saved through truth but if we are if we feel a a need in my heart i feel a void in my heart and maybe you have a a lone place somewhere where you cry and you're reaching to god and you know that there is something not quite right well, I ask you, do you want the truth or you do want sugar-coated something? Do you want the truth or do you want something that would be easy? Well, crucifying the flesh ain't easy. Forsaking all and following him and take up his cross is not necessarily simple. Very, very simple, brother, but it's not necessarily easy. It takes a crucifixion that causes tears. Uh, go to... Go to if, let, let's go to uh, Lamentations, I believe it was. And this is what I read, and I said, oh, man, I, I, I just want, 
If I come before God, I, want to, I don't want to be the guy that was a preacher that didn't tell the truth, that sugarcoated it. That, and, and here's what it says in, 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 verse, in chapter 3. No, in chapter 4. And, 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 and get this, it's an exclamation mark, not a question. How is the gold become dim? That's not a question. That is like, did you feed the chickens? Or why didn't you feed the chickens? It's not necessarily asking a question if I asked Jordan if he fed the chickens. I already know he didn't. So it's like, it's, that's, that, that's what this is. Why has the gold become dim? Did you want to say something? Why, why did the gold become dim in our life, brothers and sisters, with our children? And with those that we're talking to, and I, it's not just little children, but think of your own children. Your little children are growing up. Why did the gold become dim? Gold is very important. Gold is the purest of all pure things. And we have allowed the gospel of Jesus Christ, the answer to life, that after a hundred years we're all gone, that is the gold that he's talking about. Why is it so dim? Okay, that's why he says... How is the gold become dim? How is the most fine gold change? That's not a question mark. Why did it change? What happened? Why would you do that, he says? Why would you, why would you just let it be dim and be changed? And then he says this. The stones of the sanctuary are poured out on the top of every street. That means good, precious stones are just, eh, it's not a big deal. Cool life. Most precious things are just eh. I have a little cup, coffee cup at home that says meh. <laughs> it's an attitude. Meh. I tell you what, but why is the gold dim? Why didn't we let it change? Gold, the pure and fine gold. Why did why? Why would you, why would why would you do that? And the precious sons of Zion. See what's precious? The sons of your sons, your daughter, my son, my daughters, my children, your children, us, my heart, your heart. We are the precious stones in Zion. We are comparable to fine gold. That's you. you your soul is compared to fine gold. I mean, that means like the highest value that there is is pure and fine gold. How are they esteemed as earthen pitcher? Why did we, why, why do we allow our children or the people that we talk to? We, I, I want to make it personal. To, you, you decide what's personal for you. And here he says, how are they esteemed as earthen pitchers? The work of a handmaid of the potter. Like it's just, it's just a potter's thing. We just go through life. We just go and go, and it's not a big deal. <laughs> That's why he's saying, why, why this precious fine gold? Why, why do we just... And then he says this. Even the sea monster draw out the breasts that they give suck to their young ones. I see, I see somebody, I see some hungry souls that are thirsting after truth, and they want the love of the truth. And we as fathers, adults... Uh, young boys that are not even fathers yet uh, that have other young boys look up to them 
young girls that are not even mothers yet. It doesn't matter, but the word is the same. It means that they are seeking to... Well, here he says they want to, they're, they're, they're sucking like a calf is sucking and is thirsty. And he wants more, but here he says, they give suck to their young ones. The daughters of my people is become cruel. And he says, like the ostrich in the wilderness. And I was like, so I did research on the ostrich. And let's, let's look at it. It's in Job's 39. Job 39. See if I can find it. He's talking about who, where was Job, where were you, and, 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 and but that's, that's another story. That's, but God is asking Job where he was when all this happened, and then God says that he made the wings and the feathers unto the ostrich. Verse 14 of 39 says, which leaveth her eggs in the earth and warmeth them in dust, and forgetteth that the foot may crush them, or that the wild beast may break them. Very unconcerned. Very, she is hardened against her young ones. Think about that. Hardened against... I, I'm, I'm telling you, my heart went soft when I read this. Oh, no. Uh, no, not... I don't want a hard heart against my children. Um, it says that you... And one, as though they were not hers... <laughs> She is hardened against her young ones as though they were not hers. Her labor is in vain without fear. Do we do a lot of labor and a lot of work, and, but not in the fear of God? No earthly value, I mean, no, no eternal value. We do very successful things with no eternal value. Because God has deprived her of wisdom. God deprived an ostrich of wisdom. But he didn't deprive us. But the ostrich, he made it dumb. He made it ignorant. It says that. He says, because God deprived her of wisdom, neither has he imparted her with understanding. God made her that way. What time she lifts her... What time she lifts herself on, on high, she scorns the horse and his rider. Even as dumb as she is, she can, she can put the horse to shame because she can outrun any horse. That's the ostrich. But God made it dumb. But God gave us the spirit of, of a sound mind. We, we, God didn't give that to us. God didn't give this to us that we should be like an ostrich that does not care for his children. I mean, it, it does take care of it, but... Albany, you know, like, uh, what's the word? Carelessly. Just, just kind of like, she and puts her eggs in the dust. And, kinda, and, and often I've read that they forget where they laid their eggs. It's just, it, 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 and it should be the most, pre so for us as men, and us as moms and dads with our children, do we forget? Do we just let live? Man, we got to have the love of the truth. And we want our children to get the love of the truth. <clears throat> and then he says in verse 4, The tongue of the sucking child cleaves to the roof of his mouth. Or for thirst. The young children ask bread and no man breaketh it unto them. That's what happens when men follow men. 
All of a sudden, they become hungry and thirsty. And guess what the answer is to everything? We've always done it that way. Or that's not how we do it. Or any crazy. How about the love of the truth? How about going to the source? How about getting the milk straight from the straight from the source instead? That they then it says in verse, they that did feed my, they that did feed delicately are desolate in the street. They that were brought up with scarlet, embrace dunghills. Brothers and sisters, that means people that have been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. We just we just sang it under the blood, under the blood. People that have been that's what that means. That, that's, or that's what I took out of it. People that um, they were brought up in scarlet. That is, that is some good stuff. That is some expensive scarlet. Those now embrace dunghills. You know what a dunghill is? It's a pile of, yeah, it's a pile of manure. They embrace that. They, they follow after dumb stuff. The fads and fashions of the world. That might be one. And they, they embrace it as the thing. Guys, I, I'm telling you, we, got, that's, 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 we don't want to embrace dunghills. Now let's go, now we'll go back and finish it. Kind of depressing what I'm saying, right? I'm, I'm not trying, I don't want us to feel like I'm rebuking. I'm not, I am... I, I read this and I said, oh, I said, I got it. God, I said, please help me. I was reading this and those, those were the things that come together. I said, man, I, I really want to care about my children. I want my children to grow up to know the Lord. And when they receive the new birth, I want them to continue in that and seek after the love of the truth and not dunghills. Not stupid stuff. Just because their friends are. I want my children, and then I'm, when I'm talking about my children, I'm talking about my personal blood children. But brothers and sisters, all of us. I want us all to just rededicate our heart and say what is important this morning. Where am I going to be in a hundred years from now? Brother, I'm not going to be here in probably not more than 50 more years. I'll be 44. I, well, that's what I'm now, but I'll be 94. That's kind of, I was talking to my mom this morning. You know, isn't that something? My mom called me this morning. From a long time, haven't I talked to my mom? And she's just rattling it. I mean, talk, I couldn't almost get to church here. You know, I was, finally, I knew I was going to get shut off, but I left. And I got shut off, called her back, and well, then she knew I'm going to church, and so. But, and she told me she loved me. My mom told me this morning that she loved me. That ain't normal. That ain't normal. I always knew she did. But it ain't normal for my mom to say, I love you. It might be normal for us here, but I grew up in, a, I grew up in an area where they never say they love it, that I love you. They would just, we just believed it. <laughs> kind of different, but... She told me this morning that I love you. Well, maybe so. I don't want to think of my mom as an ostrich, though. But <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, 
Yeah, she talked about all kinds of stuff. She went through the whole thing, my dad dying, you know, went through the whole thing of the last words and how she was this and that. And I'm like, all right, I'm supposed to preach. You know, it kind of hoodles you sometimes, uh, that kind of stuff. But you know what hoodles mean? I, we, uh, I want to welcome my, our, our uh, friends then and, and visitors. Fahudu means con- it kind of like uh, mixes you up a little bit. You know, you're, there's some people here that don't understand some Dutch words. And then, but I come from that, and so I mix it in. I have a, a habit of mixing Dutch and English, so I'm Dutchified, you know, <laughs> or Englishified. I'm not sure which way. But he's beseeching us here in Thessalonians chapter 2. He's beseeching us. And, here's, and here, here that, that we have a love of the truth. Here, this, and, and I, hope, I hope that by the time I'm done here, it's encouraging. And, and not just sounding like I'm saying we're not good enough. Brothers and sisters, we're good enough. We are bought people. We are saved people. If you're not saved, man, you can be. It's like uh, as easy as looking. uh, If you're in the wilderness and you're bit by a snake and Jesus hung up that snake in the wilderness and he said, just like that, the Son of Man must be lifted that whosoever that believes in him will have everlasting life. How hard is it for the children of Israel when they're bit and to look at a snake? How hard is that? That's how it is with Jesus. Jesus said, just like that must the Son of Man be lifted. If you believe in your heart and confess with your tongue, you shall be saved. We are bought with a price from the blood that we sang under the blood. So uh, be encouraged, but I got to finish what I'm saying here. I want to finish what I'm reading here about the love of the truth. They did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. They didn't do it. So what happens when they didn't do it? If they sat and they heard the truth, if they go around this world and they know the truth, but they don't have the love of the truth, and here's what's going to happen if you don't have the love of the truth in it, and, and be saved. And verse 11 says, because they don't have the love of the truth, and for this cause, God, that's a capital G, God shall send them strong delusions. What happens when God sends strong delusions that they should believe a lie? We ain't exempt from this. We have to, you know, that's that's what happens. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Man, we don't want to be found there. But I'll tell you what, i tell you what we can. But we are bound to give thanks to God always, to God for you. Because God from the beginning chose you. God chose me. God cho- did, did you know that the Bible says that God chose you? And can God lie? If God can't lie, then you are chosen this morning. You are chosen for God had in, from the beginning chose you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and believe of the truth. See, the rest of this ain't for you. The, I mean, the, what I read before. That's not for, that's not for us. Because we love the truth. Amen? Amen? We love the truth. So because we love the truth, that's for me. God said that he chose me from the beginning. 
And you can say that to yourself, that God chose you from the beginning unto salvation, unto sanctification. Whereunto he called you by your gospel, by our, to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, because of this, this is exciting, because of this, stand fast and hold to the traditions of black shoes. Oh, what a heresy. It ain't about black shoes or how far the pocket slants. I, I went to a church one time that this pocket from the seam here to here cannot be more than two inches. Hold faster to traditions. That is a lie. That is not the tradition that this Bible is talking about. I'm not against traditions. I don't care if you have a tradition for every Thanksgiving to wear a certain way. But the tradition that he's telling us is right this. Stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught. Right here. Where, whether by word or, the or by our epistle. This. This is the tradition. This is the word. This is what we hold fast. This is what he, this is what he beseeches us to. It's not about black shoes or how far your pocket slants and all this. It has nothing to do with it. It's embarrassing. That is not the love of the truth that God wants in our heart. That is what happens. That is what causes us to become ostriches to our children. That, when we hold that kind of a tradition, that is what causes our children to have their tongue stick to the roof because they are so thirsty they had one more truth. But we all give them garbage. We just keep telling them about the, un, the traditions of our fathers that mean nothing. We got to give them the sincere milk of the word. Not a tradition of black shoes or what color your shoes are or this kind of stuff. It doesn't mean that it doesn't. So anyway, he says, hold the traditions which you have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now, now, because of this, our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even the Father, which has loved us, has given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. What is it through? It's through grace. We do not work out, we do not do works to be saved, but if we're saved we will have works. Why? Our works is evidence of what this is right here. Works will not save anybody, but be not deceived. There is no good tree that bringeth forth bad fruit and neither is there a bad tree that bring forth good fruit. It will reveal itself what it is. It always does. It always will. But through God, he says, through his grace, we have hope and an everlasting consolation. Comfort your hearts and establish. He, he wants to comfort our hearts. And he wants to, and that's why he says, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Don't forget the work. Don't go and hug dunghills. Don't go and think that, you know, it doesn't matter because I'm saved and I can just go and, and be like an ostrich and just be ho-hum in this world and hug dunghills, garbage and crap and act like I, it doesn't matter because I'm saved. The word work is also there, but not for salvation. It's evident. <clears throat> so I'd have a song this morning that I'd like to sing. And I think if the mass boys would come up here and sing this song... Um, my hope is built on nothing else than Jesus' blood, and in my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Not my own blood, 
Not my own righteousness, but his righteousness. Did you know that when Joseph received that robe of many colors, he didn't earn it? Even though he all, and this was, this, my mom told me this this morning. I, I wasn't going to say it, but she, she said, Joseph always went and told his dad what the children, what the boys were doing. And because he always went and told dad what the boys were doing, they were mad at him. That's, and, and I can't remember what she was talking about, <clears throat> but she opened the door wide open for me. She knew it anyway. Uh, and I, I said, isn't that amazing? That the robe that Joseph got, he didn't earn? It was a gift. But that robe caused their brothers to be jealous of him. And that's exactly what happens if you receive the new birth. Your friends won't like you. Your brothers and sisters won't like you. Because you have a robe that makes them jealous if they ain't got it. Because they didn't have it. It's a gift. So we want to put on that robe of righteousness. His righteousness, not our own. We want to we want to allow we want to allow you want to come up and sing that song. You know which which page it is? 482. Why don't we turn to 482? But before we do that, let's just stand for a word of prayer. Father in heaven, I just come to you this morning. I want to thank you for your holy spirit. I want to thank you that you promised to give it to each one of us to guide each one of us individually through your truth, and then as together we can come together, Lord, as a brotherhood and just worship you, Lord, and praise you. We just want to thank you that you guided us. You told us what is truth and what is not truth, what to be watching out for and what to embrace. And Lord, I just pray that our hearts may be soft toward you and just ask for your blessing today in Jesus' name.